I am so excited to have my auntie on the show. First of all, she's not actually my auntie, but us black people, we like to make up our own ancestry rules. So she's my auntie, mind your business. <laughs> I'm so excited to have my auntie, Maui on the Move, AKA Tierra Haynes, AKA Hi Loves, uh, <laughs> on with us today. How are you? Amazing. I couldn't be better. You know, I'm a little fluffy with the quarantine 15 hanging over my head. <laughs> <laughs> you. But it's all good. It's all good. I'm honored to be here. I'm like, you know, Mr. Broadway himself <laughs> has welcomed me to his his world. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so excited that you were, that you decided to take the time and just talk to me today. So Tell the viewers that maybe aren't familiar with you, and even some that are, a little bit about your story and really becoming an actual mommy on the move, because that is not just a cute tagline, <laughs> cute brand name. It is really your life. And then how you decided that to share it with the world in the form of a podcast and, and your Instagram and, you know, this whole brand that you've created around your life. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> so I am Tiara. Hi, loves is my <laughs> my favorite way to greet people. Um, but basically, I am a wife to a Division One basketball coach. He used to play basketball professionally overseas. We met in college. I'm kind of like backtracking. So we met in college. He went overseas to play basketball. We have three boys. Here they are. <laughs> They're everywhere all the time, so cute. Um, which is most guys' dream, I hear. So every time we say to, and there's a, if there's a man anywhere around and when they hear us say we have three boys, they're like beaming. They're so excited. Everybody thinks that that's so great. Like, two is. more, you can start a team. It is, right. Two more. <laughs> we, heard that. we hear that all the time. There's I'm sure no you more. get that all the time. <laughs> there's no more. We need subs. There's no more subs. <laughs> this is it. We're done. The shop is closed. Um, but I am a boy mom through and through. It's a fun life. Um, but with, so we used to move all the time. He played, when he played overseas, he played for six years. We were in a different city, at least in a different country, four different countries, um, six different cities, all six years. And then he started coaching division one college basketball. And we've moved six, uh, six times in the eight years that he's been coaching we're heading into eight year year eight now um so some of those were like the you know local moves and other were just you know all over the place so it's it's we're literally on the move in that <laughs> perspective and then i just um my kids are just funny man like motherhood is is a riot and I would share because we move so much we have friends and family all over the world literally and so I just kind of use that as my way to share our lives with the people that we love that aren't really close by um and it just kind of turned into a thing like people were like you should start a blog and I was like oh, I'm not really a writer like I've got all this personality you know I'm just like <laughs> Um, and I just couldn't really, you know, sitting down the pen to paper, I actually used to really love to write in college, but I'm just too busy. I just didn't have, I didn't feel like I had the energy, the time, you know, three kids later, I'm like, I can barely read an Instagram post, let alone like write, you know, a full blog and dedicate <laughs> to it. And, um, 
it's it's been going mommy on the move was created two years ago and right before that I was just like I just love to talk I'm a communications major you know like this is I just love to talk like what if what if I did a podcast like maybe I'll try and do a podcast and and a lot of people were like no you got to have a blog first the podcast can come later because you need a landing space and people need to you know be able to see you and you need click space and I was like all right I mean and I was like it was draining me to like even attempt to to create this blog and then I just kept asking people I don't know I was looking for validation or something I guess and I kept asking and finally my one friend was like don't do anything you don't want to do you don't want to do a blog don't do a blog just do the podcast and I was like, all right, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> and um, Mommy on the Move, you know, the the brand was kind of born. And I, I just literally just take my Instagram and use it as a visual journal of experiences that we have and um, what are the ups and downs of motherhood, because it's definitely not only one way. Yeah. <laughs> it, goes, it goes a lot of a lot of different directions. Um, and really ultimately just wanted to create a space that I felt like didn't really exist for me when I was a new mom to just be honest about motherhood and to talk about the things that made me cry and made me sad or you know that made me really confused like is this supposed to be like this does anybody else feel this way and um it's been received really well and I'm really excited about it um so I just kind of talk about our actual moves and how that you know um affects our family I'm moving, I, I try to move and work out and fit-ish. You know, you can look at me and tell I like to work out, but I also like tacos and stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, I've got three boys and they all have totally different lives and schedules. And so, you know, I'm constantly moving through motherhood. Um, I'm moving through my journey with my faith um, and, and building that up. And so it's just a constant, you know, it's, it's constant. I'm always on the move. And so it just felt like the appropriate name and the appropriate title. And, um, I think more people know me as mommy on the move now than they do as Tierra, which is really funny. Yeah. I was, I was playing, um, restaurant with my youngest with Dallas the other day and he's serving me my plastic food. And he, he goes, what's, what's your name, ma'am? And I said, my name is Sarah. He goes, are you, I think your name is Tierra. And I was like, it's not. My name is Sarah. He goes, nope. You're mommy on the move. I recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Speak it into existence. No, you it's really, have a great following. I know. It's you really funny. It's funny. It's funny. So like now when the boys like see my logo on stuff or, you know, whatever, they're like, that says mommy on the move. And so that part is really cool because they're, they're starting to recognize the work that I'm putting in and the things that I'm doing. So that's really exciting and it's fun. Yeah, that is so awesome. You know, there's there's a lesson in what she was talking about, about pretty much don't let anybody else tell you what your calling is and what you should be doing. There's a, there's a, there's a word in that. Absolutely. There's a word in that. Um, that's really awesome. Stay-at-home moms are really, really near and dear to my heart because as you know, for the yeah. first 10 years of my life, my mom, was, my mom stayed at home. My shero, um, yes. Uh, she's amazing. She, she's she, one of the people who tell me to do it anyway, too. By the way, there you go. That, yep, definitely. She's always telling me not to worry about what other people say or, or what or what 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 path I think I should be on or what trajectory is normal. Make yep. your own normal. You know, yep. you have to carve out a path that has not been created. Um, but she stayed at home for the first ten years of my life, and she's just incredible. I have so much respect for stay-at-home moms in all scenarios, in all situations. 
And then you add the fact that it, it is a pandemic. So not only are you having to be super mom and help with homework, but you are, there you go. <laughs> you are doing everything. You are the full-time the science teacher, the math teacher, the hall monitor, the lunch lady, the principal, the custodian. Actually, you know what? Not the custodian. I already know you're going to make them kids pick up after this. Literally everything. What has that adjustment been like? Well, let me tell you this. So I finally had gotten my freedom, right? My young, Our youngest is five, and he just started kindergarten. So this yeah. was my first year of like, yes, everybody's gone. And um, I was like, I'm going full throttle with mommy on the move and building my brand and I'm going to get all this stuff done. And <laughs> oddly enough, there was not more time in the day when all of the children were at school, right? So that was like the first reality. And then now, but I, I did have those, those four hours were like sanctimonious to me, like do not disturb Maybe I'm busy, maybe I'm busy not being busy, but whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it by myself for the first time in a really long time. And I just need everybody to not talk to me for these couple of hours, right? And now it's gone. And I'm really not, I'm not okay. Like check on your friends who have more than one child. Yeah. So distance learning right now, we're, we're not okay. Um, it is a challenge for sure. I mean, my husband is working from home yeah. and he's very hands-on, but the education definitely falls more, <laughs> <laughs> more into my category. He tried to help, um, help with homeschooling. I think he lasted five minutes one day. And then was like, <laughs> <laughs> my phone is ringing. I got a really important phone call. <laughs> Never came back. Never came back. <laughs> um, so it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot, especially... You know, like my oldest is in sixth grade, so his work counts. Like it's, and he's got, he's in middle school, so he's got seven different teachers and classes. And Lord. you know, middle school math ain't no joke. Maybe it's just me, but I hated middle school. Maybe listen, I checked out at third grade math. I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> I have not been a help since then. So Ooh, we are, we are the Google king and queen right now because we don't know how to do sixth grade math but his teachers are amazing um and it's really helpful because he does have a meeting with his teachers once a week and he has full access to them so that part is really good but um not having that structure of being in school is is difficult for him and difficult for me so we're working through it we're fine we're, we're finding our new normal right now what that looks like um, the littles are kindergarten and first grade. And so theirs is mostly, um, I, I, I've kind of, <laughs> we, we tried the distance learning thing, like in front of the computer. They just, they have so much energy. They yeah. just, it's hard to get them to sit. And so a lot of our learning is on the go learning and like just in daily life, like, and we're going to bake cookies today. And that's going to be your math lesson and home ec. Um, <laughs> on a scavenger hunt and that's going to be science class like that's kind of how we've kind of worked it in for the younger ones because their work isn't required it's more of a suggestion and so mm. I some days I take their suggestions and sometimes I don't we're, just, we're, we're, we're in the school of life right now so yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's funny actually something that something, something that, that I plan on asking you and you actually kind of segued into it perfectly was how do you find that balance between 
laying down the law, like this is what you need to be. I need to be stern mom and be on you, make sure yeah. you have your responsibilities taken care of. But also, it's a pandemic, right? So everybody is a little bit out of their game. Everybody needs some a little bit of grace and mercy. What is that about? What is what is finding that balance been like? Um, a lot of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> if you look in your mother's phone, my name is all up and through it. Like, help, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and that was even before the pandemic. So it's even, it's like multiplied now. Um, I am very much a mom that's more concerned with their psychological than the, you know, we're, we're definitely an academic household, but I'm more concerned with, are you okay? Um, and with, as many transitions as we've been through because we move so much. I mean, that's a lot on our kids, um, emotionally, you know, socially. Um, and so it is, it is just learning and knowing your kids and kind of realizing when they've reached certain limits, like, all right, you need a break. Let's, yeah. you know, we do a lot of brain breaks. We do a lot of, and I am trying to give grace and I, and I have to give myself grace too, because, there's been, we, we've had several spring breaks where there were no actual spring breaks. <laughs> um, and there's, you know, there's the limit on, on screen time is that's out the window. So, uh, you know, we're just, we're all just figuring it out. This, I don't even want to call it a new normal. I don't know what this is. I, we don't know what normal looks like yet. And, um, but I, I had to have faith in the fact that once we, as a society get a hold on this that our teachers and you know our educators are going to do everything that they can to get us back on track and so i'm just trying to do i'm like you gotta know how to read and you gotta know how to add the rest you know <laughs> will come and, and we'll figure that stuff out so those are just the two things that i try to make sure i focus on every day and and just making sure that we have fun honestly i mean if we're going to be at home the, the since the day we've been home since March 11th I think was the day that we we um we sheltered in place and I didn't want <clears throat> I didn't want my kids to look back at this time and be fearful or think about you know or be sad or yeah. um, there's a lot of sad things there's a there's a there's a lot of real things that are that are people are really struggling with but as kids I wanted them to look back at this time and just think about how much time they got to spend spend with their dad that they may, not, may never get that opportunity again. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we're just, we're doing things to try to make sure that they look back at this time as a fond memory and not just as something that's really scary or really sad and depressing. Yeah. And so that's just really honestly been our main focus. Um, education will come, you know, the books and stuff, all of that will come. But I also realize that this is, this is, this will never, hopefully, never happen again, right? Um, and so while, you know, we've really enjoyed the time together, um, it's less important for me to shove books down their throat than it is for us to just be and, and to just exist and, and enjoy each other's company. And so that's, that's been more so the, the goal. And so there's, there's so many different ways that kids can learn. And, and I think that's a, a really big lesson for a lot of parents right now, too, is you don't have to be in school to be learning you know we can yeah. like part teaching them how to cook and how to clean up after themselves and how to pick out their clothes in the morning and, and and get their day started those are all things that we normally don't really have time to invest in yeah. in this way yeah. and so we're just kind of taking that time this time to learn 
really life, you know, life skills. Like how do you, we're, we're working with D Dallas can ride his bike with no training wheels now. And we're mm -hmm. working on, you know, tying his shoes and um, Devin making up his bed and, you know, like just those types of things where, yes, those are things that we would be working on anyway, but we're just kind of like pouring more into the other things, like their independence and, you know, speaking up for themselves and asking questions and, you know, we're having church at home and, you know, just those different things that we can do more, even more hands-on than we would ever normally be able to do because we don't have anywhere else to be. So Absolutely. that's kind of, that's kind Absolutely. of it. I, whenever I think of guests that I want to have on, I, I'm very strategic about it, especially during this time, because I wanted, I want, I want our guests to be people that someone can, can, people that will say something that will inspire others. And there, is, um, there are hopefully a lot of moms that will be watching this and so many people that, that may see this. And it seems to be, you know, I've been reading a lot. It seems to be a big struggle of like, okay, how do I find creative ways yeah. to get them out of the house, get them out of their routine, but still maintaining social di distancing? Like, how do you, how do you stay active and, and and still social distance. So please share some of the tips, <laughs> some of the things that you have found successful, and hopefully this will be something that someone else watching this can take with them. Yeah, especially what are we eight weeks in now? Like people are running out of ideas, right? Yeah. Um, and we've had to get we've we've I will credit like my husband and I we've gotten really creative with staying active. We're both. I mean, he's a former professional athlete. I was a former athlete as well. So, yes, you know, you we're are. already an active, we got three boys. We're, our, we're a really active family anyway. Um, and the, the, we, we get outside. I mean, at, I think 30 minutes is like the bare, bare minimum. Like we yeah. would go off. Like, and, and I mean, I take the kids out in the rain. Like one day it was raining. I mean, it was raining. Mm. And I was like, get your rain boots, get your, get your coats. Yeah. And we went out and I let them go crazy. I mean, they went ham. They found the biggest muddy puddle that they could find. And they looked at me and they looked at me and I looked at them and I was like, go ahead. And I mean, they went ham. And um, they we came back in the house and my youngest was like, mom, that was so fun. And I could just see, you know, like a normal day, that being something. I'd be like, no, not the puddle, you know, like just being really stressed about that. But, um, I mean, we've done, we've done scavenger hunts outside and inside. Um, they're both still in early stages of breeding. So we do um, sight word games where I write the sight words on post-it notes and hang them up around the house. And it's kind of like a race. So I have to say, you have to find the word going, go. And then they have to run and <laughs> run and find it and bring it back. Um, we take walks every day. We've been really blessed with where we live right now we have a huge backyard and we live really near to near a park that has um a, a, a little like man-made lake and um pathways so we go bike riding we go for walks we go for jogs we let the kids skip rocks which i mean when else would you be able to just stand at the lake and skip rocks right i mean it's like it sounds ridiculous but and then it's, so then, and those are, those are some of the moments where I'm like, okay, take a rock this big and throw it in the water and see what happens. And then take a rock this big and throw it in and see what, and those are the moments where we're kind of integrating education in as well. Yeah. Um, science lessons. Yeah. I mean, you know, might as well throw that in there too, right? Right. <laughs> so, so we've been doing a lot of that. We, we bought a Frisbee. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dre took the kids. He's like, they ventured out. They've been literally nowhere. And, and we got their masks. And Dre, we, we were stir crazy one day. And he was like, I'm going to just take the kids to the store. And he gave them a whole rundown. Don't touch anything. Don't breathe on anything. You know, like. Um, and so they come back. They were supposed to be going to Target, I think. They went to Target, Walmart, and Dix. <laughs> they came back with the entire sports section from every store. I'm talking about they had tennis rackets, tennis balls, uh, a volleyball net, <laughs> a, a frisbee, a new football, a baseball glove. I mean, everything you could literally think of. So if there's any sport, we played it. Um, we've got board games. We've got... We started doing, we, we set up the TV out on the back deck because the weather's been nice. So we've been having movie nights out on the back deck and cooking s'mores. I mean, if you, if you name it, we've probably done it. Um, just, just having a good time. We've baked cakes. We've done, um, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I can't even. I love it. I love it. We've done science experiments on Zoom calls with friends. We did um, a paint, you know, a paint with me on a Zoom call with friends. We've had, we bought them disco, uh, disco, DJ equipment. So they started learning how to DJ, which was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> they all DJ. Uh, like, anything that you say is like, it's funny in general, but it's even funnier to me because I know you're. You know I know the kids, so I'm, know. and I'm totally picturing Coach Dre with the kids. It's just <laughs> it's hilarious. It's a good time. It's it's never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Like we are always having so much fun. It's 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 been a really really good time. I, and I some days I'm like, dang, maybe I should stop saying that because this is a pandemic. But we really just, I mean, we we needed this pause. Um, wouldn't have wanted it to come at the cost of anybody's life, of course, but, of course. And, I, and I know that even those that haven't suffered the loss of life, you know, there's a lot of people that are suffering financially and um, you have, are losing jobs and, you know, just misplaced right now. And I do know that and I, I pray for those people daily. I really do. Um, but I would be lying if I didn't say that this is just, this really just felt like a reset and a refresh button for our family. And we're always just, Go, 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 go. You know, my oldest plays football and basketball. My middle plays soccer and football and basketball. My youngest is in karate. And you know, I mean, and so it was like every day of the week, it was like, okay, hurry up and eat your breakfast so we can go to school. And then hurry up and come back from school and eat a snack so we can go here. And then hurry up and do that so we can. I mean, it was like all day, you know. And so now just like the slow pace, I'm not lying. I'm not going to lie. We're a little stir crazy. But just that opportunity to, to really to be tuned in with my kids and spend this time with them is is amazing. I mean, you know, it's it's been a really good time. So yeah, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. You segue into all my questions so perfectly. It's the podcaster in you. <laughs> um, so what is it like? You know, as you said, your husband is a basketball coach and. A, a good basketball coach at that. So um, you guys are often busy deep into March and yes. sometimes early April. Um, what is it like, what has it been like waking up on days in March and not having basketball, 
be a factor at all. I'm not getting on any planes. This is, I mean, this is the first time a march is coming. You haven't been basketball 24-7 in how long? <laughs> I, haven't had, I haven't had my husband in a march in ever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Never, because he was either playing or, you know, coaching. Yeah. Um, it's been odd. I'll tell you, Facebook memories were not my friend throughout the, the month of March. <laughs> yeah. Every other day, it was like, we're here, we're doing, you know, it was like, looking back at all the things we used to do just so freely, you know, like breathing people's air and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I, it may be so sad because, you know, I'm a huge sports fan. I love yeah. sports. And especially, you know, I follow certain teams. I don't really have a lot of favorite teams, but I have reasons for following certain teams. I yeah. and, I, and I follow Maryland basketball. And I follow all the teams you guys play for. Every time you, you, you guys get a new team, I go and I follow and I get that. I switch the ESPN alerts to get the attention. <laughs> I've been paying attention to the team, and I was really, really excited because yeah. oh I I had this team going at the at least to the elite eight. Yeah. At, at least I thought it was an elite eight team. I was so sad, and y'all were ball when I got to see you guys. I got to see the team play when I came out to visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, y'all were balling. Some of the seniors, I mean, Anthony was balling, yeah. breaking records, and his senior season was cut short. Just yeah. all of that is that was that was. For me, that was, that was, for me, as the mom and me, that was the hardest part was watching, like, this, these kids work so hard to get this opportunity, right? Yeah. And, you know, for those that aren't familiar with college basketball, you have to earn a spot in, in the, the, um, the NCAA tournament at the end of the season. And they earned it. I mean, those boys worked so hard. They had a phenomenal record-breaking season this year. Yeah. And for it to end the way that it did, you know, I say especially for the seniors, but for all of them, because no year is it ever just a given that you would make yeah. it to the next level. And, um, you know, my heart just broke for them, for, for those parents, you know, that watch their kids go through all of this. And yeah. it's tough. You know, we're in, a, we're in an odd situation where our kids are, are, weren't at really any milestones this year. So... I mean, for us, it's just another year, you know, it's yeah. like, well, we didn't do something this year, we'll do it next year. But that wasn't the case for a lot of, a lot of kids. For you, you know, like you graduated this year. I mean, a huge, you know, you've got these kids who have gone through all and done all this work and don't really get to feel that, that crossing the finish line, you know, so my heart really broke for them. It's tough. We're a sports family. We, we, you know, we live, eat, breathe basketball. So um, I, we were the last episode of the last dance just came on on yeah. Sunday and my husband Dre and I were sitting on the couch and I was like wait I really miss watching basketball like I was just like it was so funny because we were all like so hype and so into yeah. it <laughs> and Dallas was over it dot com like the first week Dallas is not my bad he's not really into sports he's, he's like, not he's not he's always over it <laughs> less does not care and so we were trying to watch the, we were all like eating dinner at the table and watching the last dance. And he's trying to talk about like Roblox or something. And I'm like, Dallas, <laughs> sweetie, I love you so much, but I'm really trying to watch this. And he goes, I just don't understand why this is so important. This, is this more important than your family? I'm trying to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah, that's Dallas. So um, most of us are missing, missing basketball. Dallas could care less. But, um, but yeah, we're, we're struggling. I mean, and it's the kids' outlet. You know, it's, it's their outlet, too. And 
Um, I will say this a lot, a couple of times we've been around the table and we talk about our highs and lows from the day and several times just out of nowhere, Dallas, who cares nothing about basketball, will say, Daddy, I'm really just sad that your team didn't get to go to the championship. Um, I know. So, you know, it's a void for them too. It's a fun time for us as a family because we travel with the team and, you know, we're kind of like city to city and game to game and, you know, the thrill of it all. And we literally have packed up and we're at at the university getting ready to leave to go to the Big Ten tournament the day that they and they canceled the the rest of the tournament before we could leave to go and get on a plane so I'm talking about bags packed like out of there you know kids written out of school the whole nine and they they canceled everything so it was tough I mean it's it's I think anything that doesn't come to completion is it's tough to walk away from so it's been tough but we've we've you know you find the light at the end of the tunnel I think it's been good for Drake from a coaching perspective to be able to just work on building a relationship first, yeah. which is, I mean, that's just who he is. He's a relationship type of guy. So um, he's been able to focus more and, and, and focus hone more on just the relationship part without the basketball with the guys, with, with yeah. his players. And I think that's been really cool and to, to kind of watch that because we weren't, we haven't been here that long. So they yeah. didn't get a lot of that. You know, we kind of got here like right when everything was, Everything. starting up so he didn't get a chance to kind of build those relationships when we first got here so you know that part has been has been cool to see them kind of work through it that way and you know get to get to build a bond um I mean at this point you know they they they're going through something nobody has ever <laughs> gone through before so they're bonded one way or the other but we're struggling we miss it we miss it a lot it will be we'll be excited to see it come back for sure yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the last question I have for you is how has this pandemic changed your outlook on parenting forever? Oh, this is a, that's a good question. This is the only one I didn't segue into, huh? Um, <laughs> I stole the shine on all the other questions. Um, I would say wanting wanting to take my time more. Mm-hmm. And and, and removing the need to rush through it all. Um, And so what that looks like moving forward, I honestly don't know. Um, But like I said before, I have really enjoyed the slower pace that we've taken. I don't know how we'll be able to sustain it once life starts to pick back up and we get into things. But I definitely am tuned more into what their interests are Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a really big conversation with our oldest, with him being in sixth grade. I'm like, you're at home. What do you want to learn about? What do you want to do? What are your interests? Yeah. Um, and I think that maybe have some, been something that maybe we, I don't want to say that we would have never had that conversation, but I think even, and, and, and his answer was he didn't know, but that was okay because now he's thinking about it. Yeah. But, when he's doing certain things he's like oh maybe I kind of like that or maybe and so I think just the conversations that we're able to have now um with that slower pace I just really enjoy and I'm really enjoying the pace of things right now and the intentionality of things like 
you know, us making dinner all together or, you know, um, we always would try to have, have dinner together, but it just wasn't realistic with, you know, Big Dre's schedule for us to do it as often as we're doing it now. So, um, you know, playing games together, you know, I, just being able to see my kids and, and watch, you know, just their mannerisms. This, I mean, this is going to, this is super corny mom stuff, but it's just like, you know, just like seeing how different their personalities come out and yeah. <laughs> seeing, just having, the, I mean, conversations with my five-year-old are like, you know, you, you get it, right? Because he's, he's hilarious, but he's, <laughs> Boy, he's so funny. He's, there's so many le like levels to him and to his person, to all of them. So their personalities, it's like to hit on, you know, all these different pieces of who they are. Yeah. And it just made me want to pour into them even more. And it really, it really just made me excited to just be their mom. Like, you know, and to just see like different stuff, you know, you, you pour and you pour and you pour. And sometimes as a mom, you don't always get to see the fruits of your labor. Yeah. Um, so it's been really cool to just, to just see that kind of stuff, but just um, to be really tuned into them as individuals, I think this gave us that space to do that because before we were kind of like lumping them together, like Jerry Devin and you know, one, two, three, just <laughs> you know, you know. So that part has been really exciting. And um, while I am looking forward to all of this coming to an end sooner than later, that would be great. Um, I do hope that the lessons that we've learned and the bond that we've created is something that carries over for the rest of our lives. So. That's awesome. That's incredible. And I lied. I actually do have one more question. This is <laughs> I love it. I'm glad. I forgot that it was on here. Um, and this is just something else for, for all of the moms and for honestly all of the people that are in some type of leadership positions. Being a person that is always, your first priority is always taking care of everyone else and making sure everyone else is okay. What do you do to make sure that you are okay in, in any, in any situation, but especially something like this? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I took about, it took me about two full weeks of pandemic to realize I had not done anything for myself. Mm. Um, and it, it came out in the worst way. Cause I mean, my attitude was off. I was like <laughs> fighting people's heads off. Like, Somebody probably asked for breakfast or something, and I was like, I'm not the maid. <laughs> I was like, that was probably not my, my best moment. Um, so I realized that because, like I said, when school was in, I had that time to, you know, Dre would be at work and the kids would be at school, and I had that time to myself to just kind of like fill myself back up to do a devotional or listen to music or, you know, work out or whatever the case may be. And so I'm telling you, two full straight weeks, I was just like, I got to make sure these kids are okay. Yeah. And then, you know, Dre went into full, like, crazy work mode. Like, how do I work from home? What am I supposed to do? You know, like, and they're trying, he's trying to recruit. And he's, you know, like, they're doing all this. I mean, we were like this. But it was crazy. This is literally what our life looked like for two weeks, right? And honestly, I just started taking walks, which sounds so silly and, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But... It was something, I'm not a nature girl by any means, but for, some, for, for whatever reason now, we have this little lake that we have really close to our house and it's about a mile walk. And I can get there and I feel so at peace immediately, like to just sit at that lake 
I, a piece of me is a little anxious because I'm like, I'm sitting on a bench and I'm hoping that it doesn't have the coronavirus on the bench. <laughs> so I'm like sitting like this with my hands up so I don't touch anything. But I, I started, I had to start incorporating those, like taking that time away. And so um, as I'm, I'm a smother mother to my core, and I felt like I couldn't leave, like I couldn't be away from, you know, like I had to just be here all the time. Like I, like the kids and needed me to be here and, and they do, but they were fine when I left for 20 minutes and came back, everybody was still alive and it was, and it was fine. <laughs> so, um, that has been, that has been probably the biggest thing is just like tuning back into filling myself up. So whether that's now getting back to waking up before everybody does so that I have time to just kind of like plan my day, start my day, you know, whatever. Like, um, so exercising definitely, even though I really hate it, it really does replenish me like once I'm done. And it's just my time to, you know, sometimes we work out all together as a family. Um, and sometimes I'll go and, and I'll be like, I'm going to just go for a run by myself and, you know, plug my earphones in and just kind of like go to my own space. So that's been one way. And then honestly, just I, it really gives me joy to pour into my work, into my brand. What in the world? Are you? Lord have mercy. <laughs> I can't hear whatever happened. I don't know. Being rude and disrespectful. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so yeah, so just pouring back into my work, and then honestly staying connected to to the word, to, to to you know my Bible in one way or another, whether that's a devotional, you know, watching a sermon, listening to gospel music, whatever it is, um, just kind of making sure that I keep those things. So stay, keep moving. Uh, I would say eat healthy, but this is just not the time for that. I don't know who's coming out of quarantine with abs, but whoever you are, we are not friends. <laughs> We're not my people. Yes, I am working out, but like I said, when I opened, I do like tacos. Yeah. So <laughs> those two things, you know, don't necessarily go together and create abs, at least not in my body. So um, staying active, you know, and, and trying to take time to plug back into my friends too. And like, because for those, those two weeks, I was like, I don't have time. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't talk to people right now. I can't. So plug it in and, you know, staying connected with friends, keep moving and just find something that you love to do. Um, and, and that's been really cool too. I, I felt like creatively, creatively, I felt like a block when all this kind of first happened. And I was like, it was that weird space of like, what do you talk about? Do, like, how long do we talk about coronavirus? And, yeah. You know, and then I was just like, I don't want to talk about that no more. I don't work for the CDC. I'm not in the, like, <laughs> <laughs> I want updates on that. Go check the CDC website. You're not going to find me here. I got to get back to memes and kid shenanigans. That's my area. Yeah. Memes and kid shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in a nutshell. I don't know what else to tell you. Mommy on the move. Memes and kitchen aids. <laughs> I love it. Oh, gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, something that I love about you, and, and actually, like you mentioned it, just taking time for yourself and really taking the time to be your own person. Something I've always loved about you and your brand is that you always, you talk about, you know, being, you know, being Dre's wife and Devin and Dallas and Lil Dre's mom is a part of who you, it's, it's a big part of who you are, but you also are really, really good at creating an identity for yourself. 
as your own person. And like everybody that knows you, they know, you know, that, that, that you are Coach Dre's wife and you are their moms, but they also know that you love Beyonce and you love a good wine night. <laughs> so, like, you are really Yeah, I didn't know what your audience was ready for, but yes, definitely lots of wine during the pandemic. Yeah. Yes. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. No, it's good. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't, you know, I don't want to, I don't know how much time we have, but I probably should ask that before I start talking a long time ago. But, um, no, but that's been a, that's honestly a part of my journey. I, I wouldn't say I fully have arrived there. Um, and I didn't realize how bad I was at that until I started this brand. And I was like, I don't have anything else to talk about besides being these kids' mama. Mm. What else do I like? Because <laughs> You know, when you, Dre and I met at 18, yeah. and then we had little Dre, we were 23. Those are your formative years where you're on this self journey. And I wasn't self journeying, I was momming and learning how to be a wife. And so I'm just now kind of like coming up for air, where like I, I finally am not pregnant, I finally don't have a newborn. And I'm kind of like, okay, world, like what's, what's happening out here? You know? <laughs> oh. All right, hey, you know. So it is it is a it's a journey. It's and it's and it's really you have to call it a journey because it really never ends. And not to sound super corny, but I just I watched the becoming um documentary on Netflix. Yes, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. I heard it's great. It is, I heard it's great. It is even better. I was like, how are they gonna redo the book? Like it's 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 amazing. And I I saw her in person when she came to Detroit. I saw it. That was an, it was an amazing experience, but it was just like, it felt so appropriate as a woman to watch that because you are just, you just constantly feel like you're becoming something mm. else. And so yeah. that is a really huge part of my journey because it started out, I felt like it was just about moms and being a mom. And now I've kind of like evolved into talking about myself as a whole woman and yeah. not just that piece of me. So you're absolutely, I'm, I, I'm like, I kind of wanted to cry when you were just saying that because, <laughs> hey, because oh, I'm, you're such so cry good at that. I'm such a crybaby. This has been so great. Thank you so much. Y'all give her a follow on Instagram at mommy on the move. You can find her podcast on obviously Apple Podcasts, Spotify, like all, all, all the, the areas. Where you listen to podcasts. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find her podcast. She's amazing. Please give her a follow. The thing that, that I think sets her apart from other like mommy bloggers or like mommy brands or whatever is that it's, it's so transparent and it's about more than just the cute family photos and the cute hashtags. And she really talks about the ups and the challenges that she faces in her family but how the challenges are, you're, you're able to overcome them because the relationships are rooted in love and respect. And so that, and I, you know, cause sometimes people kind of roll their eyes like, oh, okay. Like it's like, you know, it's surface, like surf, people think it's surface level and, and some people are, but it truly, I hate to use the word relationship goals or family goals, because we throw it out, but it truly is. And not just because of the cute pictures, but because of the transparency and how they go about solving issues that may come up. So I really recommend that you listen to the podcast. Follow her. She's amazing. I'm so proud to call her my fake real auntie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Auntie Tierra. Thank you. Thanks for having me.